Welcome to the Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast helping aspiring entrepreneurs level up their marketing. Here's your host, Augustine. Let the class begin. Hey guys, and welcome to yet another episode on the Marketing Podcast, Digital Marketing Tips and Insight. Now, in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about a cookie-less 2022. Now, earlier this year, Google announced around January 14th that they are planning to scrape out third-party tracking. And what this means that, uh, or simply to explain to you, maybe I can start off by defining what, let's say, first-party uh, cookie means to, uh, compare, compared to third-party cookies. Now, first-party cookies simply is when you head onto a website. Let's say you head into www.siftgroup.net. So you head onto the website, siftgroup.net, and there's a cookie with siftgroup.net installed in your browser or saved in your browser so that every time you're visiting uh, this website or this domain, your information is used to provide um to provide better experience for you say for example you're um maybe you're looking at let's say a certain uh, maybe you're looking at a certain article let's say we are a vendor so let's say you're looking at uh, a certain product and uh for example you left something in the cart section so you chose something but you didn't pay for it so a cookie will initially store that piece of information so every time you come back the will that that specific product will still be in the cart and also when it comes to offering recommendation now based on your behavior on the website, based on maybe your previous uh, purchases. Now, these first party cookies on that specific domain will help when it comes to coming up with recommendations of maybe products that you should, you're more likely to buy. Or let's say if you're reading a specific article, maybe we have different articles on the website. So maybe if you're reading a specific article, then when you come back next time, we'll recommend... Uh, a similar article or maybe something that might be interest, uh, interesting to you based on the data now we've, that we've collected from users on our websites on what probably they like to read and we can do this kind of recommendation. You can think maybe, for example, a good example is YouTube. Uh, when you head onto YouTube and you watch a certain video and I hear I hear a lot of... Uh, it also happens to me sometimes that uh, when you end up, let's say watching certain videos or when someone takes uh takes control over your youtube account and they watch they watch certain videos now youtube through their tracking tool will start recommending you certain types of videos and you know if it's someone else using your account it might uh, annoy you because maybe you'll get recommended videos that you're not utterly interested in but think about it the videos that you watch on youtube the kind of genres or topics that you watch, YouTube always recommends you similar topics or similar videos. And that's similarly how first-party cookies work. Now, third-party cookies are similar to first-party cookies, but the difference is that uh, third-party cookies do not originate from that domain. So let's say you are on um, you are on a specific website. Maybe let's say they are... Um, maybe they're they're a blogger so they have written um maybe very uh, various blog articles and you're going through the articles and let's say they have their google adsense turned on and um 
you see, for example, um, advertisement from, let's say, uh, Prada, or let, let, let me give you another example. Let's say you see an exam, you see if, uh, uh, you see an advert from BMW. So let's say hypothetically, BMW is using uh, third-party tracking. So what happens is that they're sending you in, or they're collecting data from you. Let's say they're collecting data from you from another website. So you're being tracked from a different website. Pretty much that's what third-party tracking is all about. So with first-party, like I've mentioned, first-party uh, first cookies, it's the website that you're on or the domain that you're on that is tracking your information. And normally you'll have a pop-up, you know, that is something that uh, has been uh, uh, filed for and it's something that every website should do. They should have a pop-up that, you know, informs their website visitor that their information is being tracked and also what kind of information there's a legislation on that so first party uh first party tracking simply improve your experiences when you're a certain website store a, a bit of information about you that they can use to maybe retarget you on the same website you can also think of something like amazon retarget you on the same uh, website maybe for certain products for certain services recommend you certain products or services or even store some of your information so that anytime you're going to fill out certain things, your information is already there. So you don't necessarily have to fill in information over and over. But now that party is now coming from another website. So it's simply another website or another domain collecting your information and using that to feed you with uh, specific ads or target you target you with specific ads or content or products or services, etc. Now, when Google came up with, with this information, another huge problem was that Google, when it comes to its web browser, and that is Chrome, owns around 60 to 70% of uh, uh, browser usage around the world. So it's, it has a pretty huge market share. 60 to 70%, uh, Apple Safari has around 17%, and Firefox, the rest with the rest of the percentage. So you can see that Google clearly has a monopoly play in all of this. But when Google now came out with um, their privacy sandbox, which now will be uh, to give users more, much more leverage or control over their information that is used about them when it comes to targeting, uh, ads targeting, etc., Another thing that you also need to know is that if any browser is collecting any of your information, there are legislations put in place that allow you to ask that specific domain what kind of information or data they have about you. And you can, most importantly, request them actually to delete your data. So that's a legislation that has been put in place. So how is this all going to affect the marketing thing? And you can pretty much tell that uh, when it comes to marketing, Similarly, because Google has, you know, Chrome has the biggest share when it comes to uh, web browsers with anything between 60 and 70%. A lot of uh, advertising firms, marketers, agencies, and ad pretty much anyone doing uh, advertising will be affected. So um, what will that mean? Now, the thing that will happen is that um, a lot of marketers, agencies, and anyone doing advertising will most definitely think about or move towards using Chrome-based tools 
or using Google-based tools because using any form of other third-party tracking tool will not make sense. Most of them will disappear because most of them might only end up pretty much serving, let's say, Firefox or, uh, I don't know, Internet Explorer, Bing, Bing Explorer or whatever that's called. So pretty much that's it. And that's something that Google said it's coming to effect in the, in two years' time. That is as of uh, 14th of January. So that's around 2022. Pretty much that's it when it comes to today's podcast episode. If you have any questions, make sure to reach out to me, Augustine at siftgroup.net. And most importantly, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform that you're listening to. If you have any questions, reach out. But until then, see you guys on the next podcast episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Marketing Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, class dismissed.